This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, inviting you to stay tuned for another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message from God's Word. Remember, our mailing address, if you'd like to write us, we wish you would, is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And it's good to be back with you again. And as I was uh, preparing the message for today, uh, I just began to... uh, to think about and to meditate a little bit and uh, as I was coming here to bring the old Trailblazer broadcast uh, meditating on this thought how good our God is I wonder how many of you folks there in our uh, in your homes how many of you take time out to think of how good God is to you let me just name some of the material things that the Lord has blessed you with you have a good home there a good roof over your head uh, warm in the winter and cool in the summer, then you've never been hungry in your uh, uh, life. No, you've never been hungry, my friend. You have clothes to wear, folks who love you, friends who care about you. Do these things not come from a gracious Lord, my, my friend? The Bible tells you that every good gift and every perfect gift cometh down from God. Let me ask you this morning, are you thankful this morning for all these blessings that the Lord has bestowed upon you? Or do you say, well, I worked hard for what I've got. No one gave me anything. But listen, friend, listen. Who gave you the breath uh, that you breathe that you might work? Who gave you the talent to know how to make a bed or how to drive a nail or how to do anything, my friend? Who gave you that talent? Did you ever think about that? Oh, we living in a most unthankful world. I see these young people coming up nowadays, and they've had everything handed to them on a silver platter, seemingly, and uh, they, they're not thankful. One here and one there surely are, but I believe you and I ought to stop and to thank our Lord for all of his benefits as we read there in Psalms 103. Get that Psalms and read it this morning, if you will. Then you who tell me, that you are awakened to your lost condition? Are you thankful for the mercy that the Lord has shown you in awakening you and giving you a desire to know the Lord? Look where you were one day lost and on the road to hell and didn't even know it. But the Lord opened your blinded eyes and has shown you that you are lost and need to be saved. Did you know all that the Lord has to do to, for you to go to hell is to leave you alone? Did you know that, my friend? Would you, would you just think with me this morning about that? All that the Lord has to do is to leave you alone, and you would go straight into eternity without a prayer, without a cry. Uh, my friend, that's why. That's, uh, that's uh, how you and I should thank the Lord every day that he's still holding out mercy. I do. I come to the Lord day by day. Thank you, Lord for the mercy that you've shown the old trailblazer. Thank you, Lord, for this ministry here that you've given us, put our hands to as a lighthouse for the gospel, getting out the gospel that our men and women, our boys and girls might have a chance to be saved, my friend. Now, that's what I praise the Lord for this morning. I don't ever let the Lord, uh, I don't go day one day without thanking the Lord. But the Lord given me has given me that thankful heart, my friend. And then would you... Uh, uh, you who know the Lord, have you thought about you being made a new creature, taking away all your guilt and sin and washed you in the blood? Are you thankful day by day for that? Are you, or do you just neglect thanking the Lord? Do you think about that, my friend? When you come to pray, 
in your devotion time or do you have a devotion time? Do you get up in the morning and wash your face and eat your breakfast and head off to work without ever taking time to take your Bible and look through it and, and read a portion of God's Word? Uh, I believe you should read it systematically. Get you a good devotional Bible and a study Bible and uh, a daily devotion, morning and evening. We have them here at the bookstore. If you're interested, you write us and we'll send you a, a list of those we have and uh, what they cost. My friend, I, I'm I'm just trying to be... Uh, what the Lord wants me to be, to, to, to warn you, my friend, you're going to live your life day by day and slip on out into eternity, my friend. But just think of how the Lord has blessed uh, many of us. How in, how in the world can folks be critical of one another uh, when they have seen their own heart? That's what I don't, that's one of the greatest mysteries that I've ever found. How can you and I, uh, as a poor old sinner whom the Lord has saved, how can we be critical and when we've seen our heart, when we've been redeemed by the precious blood of our Lord who died and gave his life, gave his blood for our sin, would you just answer that question for me, believer? How can you be bitter towards anyone knowing the love of God? Could I just suggest that maybe you ought to make your calling and election sure? Oh, my friends, uh, can you square your life up with the Word of God this morning? Does your life fit the, the description of a, of, a, of a child of God there in His Word? He says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Sure, sure, my friend. Uh, are you sure that you're saved? That's what I'm asking you this morning. Are you sure that you're saved? Bitter and sweet cannot come from the same fountainhead. No, my friend. But those are just a few things that the Lord uh, impressed me with this morning in coming here to make the broadcast. Uh, those things rolling over my heart. I wish many of you would take time out to just roll over in your heart what the Lord has done for you. And I just want to say how I praise the Lord for the many blessings He's given me. I have a gracious family, a wife whom I've been married to for 46 years, three children, precious children, five grandchildren, and I thank Him every day for them, and I pray for wisdom and grace to walk before them and to hold up Christ to them as their Savior and as their Lord. I know uh, that we've left our lesson this morning seemingly, but the Lord laid these thoughts upon my heart this morning. But I believe it does us good just to stop and to think Get out of our, maybe out of a rut that you're in this morning. Are you in a rut this morning? Just uh, wake up, go to work, come home, go to bed. All of those hours spent, tired and wore out and take no time. And then on uh, Saturday and Sunday, spend your time uh, watching the TV and eating uh, eating and drinking and, and having a big time. And then uh, go back to work Monday morning, tired and weary, and never having taken time out to search God's Word. I wish many of you would do this and ask the Lord to give you a thankful heart. My friend, salvation is not some cold, hard set of rules to follow. No, it's knowing the Lord and the forgiveness of sin. Christ is our Lord. We are His people. We have a relationship with Him uh, that can be enjoyed and can be appreciated. I want to look now in our study in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 22, speaking of Christ who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, uh, right hand of God, and the angels and all authority and powers being made subject unto him. Christ is the central theme of God's word. And here we find Peter speaking of him having gone into heaven, now on the right hand of God, 
When Christ arose from the dead and met many, he t- men, met Mary, he told her, uh, "Don't touch me." Not to touch him, for he had not yet ascended to his Father in heaven, but he did return there and was accepted by the Father as a sinner substitute. Did you know our Lord was accepted by his Father? As he went back there to heaven, uh, my friend, he took, I believe, the blood that he shed uh, there on the cross. I believe that he took that blood uh, back there, my friend, with him. Uh, to show forth his sacrificial death. Yes, I hardly believe that he would have allowed that precious blood to remain there on the ground. No, I believe he carried it in his father, into his father's house as a trophy of his death. Yes, I do. Would you think about that with me this morning? But now, after having spent 40 days there with his disciples, he went back to heaven. Uh, don't you like to look uh, at that scene, let's look at it there in Acts chapter 1 and verses 9, 10, and 11. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two, two men stood there in white apparel, who also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. But not only do we uh, here see our Lord go back to heaven, but look at the promise. So shall come, so shall he come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Listen, listen, friend. You and I who are saved, we don't worship a dead Christ. No, our Lord is alive there at the right hand of his Father in heaven. No, our sin, our sin uh, has been paid for, my friend. Our, our Lord lives. He sits at the Father's right hand, interceding for his children, for those of us uh, for whom he died, for those of us whom he gave his life and blood for, for those for whom he arose, Father. And there, uh, my friend, for those of us who he's coming back for. Do you ever think about that the Lord's coming back one morning. One morning, I believe it'll be morning, the Lord's coming back. We have a booklet here by the pastor on the second coming of Christ entitled The Manner of His Coming. If you write us and let us know, I'll send you that book free and postpaid. The Manner of His Coming. Oh, I I heard the message on tape not long ago, and it blessed my heart. I couldn't get away from it. Describing, telling forth, of our Lord's return. Not just an event, my friend. The Lord's coming is not just an event, uh, some great thing that we look forward to as a certain time. No, it's the return of our Lord for his own. It says the graves will be open. Everyone who's sleeping in the grave now, those bodies will arise. There'll be a resurrection of the dead. They'll go first, my friend. And then you and I, if we're still living, many of us may still be living on that day. Well, I believe we're that near the coming of our Lord. But those whom he died for, whom he's coming back for, he's there interceding with the Father now. If he were not, not, you and I would have no hope. But our hope is in a living Christ, whom Peter tells us is at the right hand of God, the right hand of God, my friend. Why the right hand? Because that's the hand of authority. The angels and authorities and powers are being made 
have been made subject unto him. Believer, you want something to bless your heart? Think of the power and authority that's in our Lord's hand. Yes, Satan is a midget. In God's sight, I realize he harasses you and me and tries to intimidate us. But our God, our Savior, is all-powerful. Yes, right. Think of puny little man here in his unsaved condition, in his rebellion. He hates God. He can't get to Christ to show forth his hatred. So he takes it out on God's messenger, takes it out on God's child. But all the while, he's like a little gnat in God's sight. What a pity that man thinks he can fight God. My friend, did you know you can't, you can't win fighting God? No, let man pitch and buck and rare. But if, he, if he's never awakened to his true condition and saved, one day he will stand before the uh, very Son of God whom he has uh, maligned and, and, and uh, said all those malicious things. And then listen, the books will be open, And another book. And the recording angel will say, I don't find his name there in the book. And our Lord will say, uh, Depart from me, I never knew you. Is that what you want, sinner? Then why are you fighting God? Why are you running in sin? Why won't you turn uh, from, to the Lord? Why won't you throw down your arm of rebellion and cast yourself at the Lord's feet and sue for mercy there in a total surrender, my friend? Yes, coming to the Lord is a total surrender, my friend. You can't win. You can't, you can't win fighting God. But the Lord uh, says that he giveth more grace. Would you think with me? Don't don't throw the message over your shoulder. You you have an eternal soul, my friend, that's going to spend eternity somewhere uh, in heaven or in hell. Oh, my friend, this is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to a close. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 